Welcome. This is Corinne Modicaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Today is the day after Thanksgiving for those of us that live in the United States. <laughs> the rest of the world, it's a Friday. <laughs> but maybe. You're listening to this at some other point, because often we aren't listening the day that the show drops. And maybe you have just completed a big birthday bash. Maybe it's the day after that. Or maybe you hosted a company celebration of hitting a milestone. So today we're talking about the day after. And the day after can be a vulnerable time. <laughs> when we go into these big celebrations, whether they're the holidays, birthday bashes, company milestones, whatever the big event may be, we tend to only plan until midnight <laughs> and then we forget what's the day after going to be like. How are we going to re enter our existing life? And this day after tends to be really vulnerable. We're exhausted. There's been so much excitement and exhilaration and so much energy for that event. And then the day after, we're a bit depleted. And so often people find themselves in a vulnerability hangover. Maybe you found that there were things that didn't go as planned or there were things that came up that you didn't realize was going to happen. And so you want to beat yourself up because you're now spent and in this depleted space. <laughs> so one is, that's just not allowed. You're in a depleted space. Know where you are because things aren't going to go as planned. Well, and I've done shows where we can do a link in the podcast notes today, but where I wrote that thing about being the director, the writer, the producer of these life situations that I expected myself and everybody else to be in, except I never shared the script but then heavily judged on how they didn't follow the script. Oftentimes these events that we have can be that way, right? We're sitting here the day after thinking they didn't follow my script. We never shared them because we're not very good at asking for what we need and asking for what we want. And also having space for other people to ask for what they need and they want. So there's always going to be shit shows, right? We live an amazing life and there's shit shows everywhere. So instead of thinking that the day the event was supposed to be perfect is about allowing for those situations to occur and coming away from it with key learnings and also realizing not to make decisions on these days that we are so spent. So I understand that the event itself can be a shit show and have shit shows. And then the day after can really be a tremendous shit show because you're in a vulnerability hangover. You are exhausted. And know that that's okay. That's exactly where we're supposed to be. We're exhausted the day after a big event or something that we did. And it's okay because our great learnings actually occur 
when things are hard, when things are uncomfortable, right? We hardly ever learn when things come easy or things are, you know, joyful. We don't go, oh, what can I learn from this? We're just having a good old time or we're enjoying the easiness. Sometimes we ask, can it really be this easy? Is this really allowed? But oftentimes we're just going with the flow. So pain can be our great teacher. Not that we need to go looking for pain, but when we have vulnerability hangovers, this is the natural byproduct. So if today you are experiencing a vulnerability hangover, whether it's the day after Thanksgiving, like this show is being dropped the day after the Thanksgiving in the United States, or it's after a holiday, which we have lots of holidays still coming up, or a gathering, or white space after a really full week, my invitation for you is to, one, sit in this space of discomfort. (laughs) And you're like, Corinne, no, I want to feel better. I get it. But we really want to sit in the space of discomfort. Doesn't have to be long. It could be 90 seconds. It could be five minutes. Maybe it's 20. Maybe it's 30, right? I'm not saying all day, but sit in the space of discomfort. And that can look like different ways. So I'm going to give you some examples that you can take and experiment or remind you maybe of what your process is. For some people, it looks like sitting in a room or maybe it's doing yoga, doing that movement to allow yourself to feel the emotions going on inside of your body. It could be going on a walk and it could be a nature walk, like getting a nature cleanse. For me, Oftentimes it's going to the end of my cul-de-sac and we have these lovely green belts in Davis. And so I often walk along the trees there. That's maybe as close as I get to nature, unless I'm going out for a hike where I need to get in a car on a day to day that may not be as sustainable. So it kind of depends on what you have going for you. When I'm in Canada, when I will be going back to Canada, it may be going for a walk in the woods or sitting on the dock and watching the water right? So depending on where your environment is, going for a walk in nature, being by a lake, being by water, journaling, it can even be talking with somebody. The, the key boundary around that is talking with somebody who's earned the right to hear your story, who is going to allow the space for the discomfort, who can handle the discomfort. Because if they can't handle it and they don't allow for the space of the sitting in your feelings, you're not going to be able to sit with it, feel it, and process it and move through it. Okay? So the idea is about providing the space to feel. Because that is actually how we will eventually release it and move through it. And remember, it's emotions. These are emotions inside of us. And we're so afraid of them, right? We don't want to feel disappointed. We don't want to feel frustrated, except we're feeling them already, especially in a vulnerability hangover. We're often feeling disappointed. We may be feeling shame. We may be feeling anger, resentment. So we're already feeling crappy feelings. (laughs) And then we're like, no, but Corinne, I don't want to sit with my feelings. I'm just going to stuff them down, except they keep wanting to bubble up. And then they're just hanging over us and they're weighing us down. And at some point, ignoring them or stuffing them down doesn't work anymore. And maybe 
that's why you're here right now with me. And that's okay. So we want to give space to what we're feeling, give space to this uncomfortableness. And I know when I first started creating more white space in my life, it was very uncomfortable. (laughs) I was like, I can't wait until I can have, you know, more time to do X. And then I was very uncomfortable because I wasn't used to having that space and it was vulnerable. And then I thought, is this the right way to do it? Is this the wrong way? There was all this, it took practice because there's all this mind junk in my head about how I needed to be. So sitting down with our emotions, it takes practice. Give it space, give it space. And as quoting this from Miriam, white space is the magic of insights. I love that. White space is the magic of insights. And it's vulnerable shit, people. But it's really fantastic. So give space and you can actually release the feelings, which are actually taking up space inside of you. And then you can have insights and key learnings and you get clarity we often think it's going to take a lot of work or it's really, really hard. You're not going to have it all figured out, but you're going to have some insights. And it's those insights, it's those nuggets of wisdom that come and we go, oh, and you just need to know that and you take that step forward. You get that key learning and you move forward. Or sometimes it's about questioning what are the stories right? So for instance, a vulnerability hangover could be the next day of like, oh my gosh, I was too much. I can't believe I did this. What did I say? And you're just beating yourself up, right? And the key learning can be, oh, that's right. I'm not being very self-compassionate right now. What can I learn? Oh, I said this. Okay. How would I say it differently next time? What was my intention? You know, how can I deliver that so that it can align with the intention that I have versus how it landed with what I said because I didn't know how to say it, right? So the more we can get into key learnings and we can work on having a better experience for next time. And it's never about having a perfect experience. It's about how do we deliberately create the life that we want and have the connections that we want. And what happens is it's in these days of vulnerability and these are vulnerability hangovers, (laughs) the day afters that we can gather those insights. And maybe you have no answers and you're like, great, Corinne, I just felt my stuff. And notice how you feel later. Notice how you feel the next day. Does it feel a little bit better because you sat with your feelings and you felt them and you released them and you let them go? Maybe you had a better night's sleep. And that, my friend, can be success, right? You don't even have to have key insights in terms of, oh, I'm going to have this plan and it's going to be executed so much better. It's just, I let it out and I feel better and that's okay. So the idea here today is the day after can be rough and that's okay. That's part of the process of any great celebrations you know, and I used to feel this emptiness and, and it was, sometimes it wasn't even like I did anything like that I was regretting, but it was just, you know, coming home from a trip or having a party. And then that space afterwards, it was like, 
well, I don't really like this. You know, that was so much fun in realizing like, oh, this transition in being alone is really vulnerable when I've been having all these people around and I really like to have people. So what are the ways that I can reenter back to my day-to-day life, especially from a fun event like that? So you can get key learnings or insights into maybe your own self-awareness. What is it you need? How are you living your life? And are you living it based on what you need or what you've been told to believe is what you're supposed to have? And that right there in that vulnerability hangover can be a really fantastic learning for you because then you can start to create that in that space so that it's not such a hangover, right? Asking yourself, what worked well? What can be improved? So instead of being in this vulnerability hangover and saying, this shouldn't be happening. What's wrong with me? I'm so bad. It's feeling it and being compassionate with yourself as you go through this process. All right, my friends, I'm smelling big for you. You will get through this the day after. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you'll love my weekly emails. I know you're thinking, Corinne, really? Do I want another email in my overflowing inbox? Yes, you do. Yippee, skippy, you do. These are short, they're sweet. On Fridays, I send out the Friday podcast. It's a great reminder that there's a new show and it comes straight into your inbox of the latest episode. Awesome. You click on it, you go straight because we all need reminders. We have busy full lives. And then on Sundays, I have my Sunday love column. And these are emails I write from the heart. They're filled with love. We need more love. We all do, myself included. These are short emails where you get a quick takeaway so you can incorporate this into your life because people often want to know, what to do and how to do it. And maybe sometimes it's a story that you get, or there's like one time I wrote about the 10 ways to practice gratitude. And that became such a great tool when one of the readers was struggling in the middle of the night, because it can be a scary place in our brains in the middle of the night. And she remembered the email that I sent about 10 ways to practice gratitude. And she was able to practice gratitude and fall back asleep. And that was an awesome lesson for her to incorporate into her life. Go to the show notes and there's a link in the show notes where you can sign up and get these emails in your box. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so 